Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you tonight? I am in the holiday spirit, but I am tired, Jeff. Well, it was a merry night. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it's just like your local department stores. It's already Christmas. We, we moved past Halloween, so we are... It was right smack in the middle of Christmas. You are coming to us and mere hours after attending Disney After Hours Very Merriest at the Magic Kingdom. And the, you're the person we got to talk to because you are the travel specialist. You've done this. This is not, not a scam. This is not, a, not a, a gimmick. This is who you are. This is what you do. So you are our expert. Tell us, what was Disney After Hours Very Merriest? It was full of holiday spirit. And you're right, you know, I don't know if any of you have seen the little meme on social media that's fairy godmother and she goes, poof, Halloween is over, make it Christmas now. I literally was on property last week as well for a meeting and they began on November 1st with building the gingerbread house in the Grand Floridian. It is definitely not 100% Christmas down there yet. But the Magic Kingdom, without a doubt, is all ready for Christmas, all decked out and ready to party. Well, we do know, based on our previous conversations, and you can check out various shows that talk about some of the holiday experiences, that the holidays are one of our favorite times to go, yours and mine. So having this after-hours event is not uncommon. There's usually an after-hours event that's tied to the holidays. But this is a little bit different because we are, as we, as we know, coming out of that, that COVID, entering into that post-COVID world. So I guess give us a little bit of a breakdown uh, before we give specifics. How does it compare to what we've seen in the past? What makes it different and unique? I have to start with, I saw a parade. It was so exciting to actually see a full-length 14-and-a-half-minute parade. You've heard me talk that I love the cavalcades for those little bits of magic, but there is just nothing like the full Christmas parade. So it was amazing to have that come back last night. And that parade is one of my favorites. Again, in a very early interview you did with me where you asked, what is one of my favorite Disney things? It is the toy soldiers that we only see in Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. And they weren't quite back in full force last night. They were down to about 40%. But a full parade was just the most exciting for me. So how is it structured? What, what goes into this particular evening? What are we getting? What can we expect aside from the parade? You bet. And this is similar to the boobash that we talked about. Just so there's no confusion, this is the current replacement from Mickey's very Merry Christmas party. So it's slightly different than the party. That's why they've renamed it. There are 26 parties. They began, as we said, November 8th. And the very last party will run December 21st. Officially, the parties are 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. You get in two hours early with your party ticket. So if you don't have a theme park ticket for the day, you can enter at 7. That'll bring you in with the regular crowd. That'll let you see the very new enchantment fireworks that are for everybody in the Magic Kingdom. 
And it gets a little interesting because the park closes at eight on party nights, but the party doesn't start until nine. So the idea is that hour between eight and nine allows them to start to empty the park. We've talked on other shows that the really unique thing about a Disney park closing time is that is the absolute last minute that you can get on a ride. So a guest could arrive at Buzz Lightyear or Seven Dwarfs Mine Train at 7.59 and 59 seconds and be allowed on the ride. But come 8 p.m., they're looking for wristbands. So you kind of have that bonus hour where the lines are starting to dwindle down. The party has not officially started, so no snacking yet. But then that party goes right into full gear at 9 p.m. This does not require park admission. Right? This is not an addition to park admission. That is correct. So you can enter at 7 p.m. with just your party ticket. And I'm going to be very honest with you. It's date-based like everything else we've seen. And this party ticket is more expensive than a one-day park pass. Depending on your party date, it is $200 to $265 per person. Adults and children are the same price. All right. So... Let's break down the little idiosyncrasies that make these particular events so special. We always talk about, I know this is going to be a surprise, the food, the specific food that they have there. There are special shows, characters, things like that. You talked about the parade. So I guess let's lead off with food. What was the the big takeaway from this experience when it comes to food? Well, as usual, if you know me, you know that I'm all about my Diet Coke and my Main Street popcorn. And we can debate this word, but it's not a typical Disney word we hear. It's free. So come 9 p.m., free bottled soda, bottled water, popcorn, Mickey bars, as well as hot cocoa and cookies. So lots of options. The hot cocoa and cookies can be picked up in four locations. And the soda, ice cream, and popcorn were in about eight different locations and just readily handing it out, walk up, grab your drink, get it all. Um, You know, I said it was probably the most expensive popcorn I've ever eaten. (laughs) Well, I think, I think what you said there about the locations matters because maybe there's someone that's listening that hasn't attended one of these particular after hours events. And so they're, they're curious, like, do I just go up to any vendor and they have a, they have a diet Coke for me. They have popcorn for me. So I think that you're, the fact that you're saying that there are very specific locations where you get this. So the hot cocoa and the cookies are in four restaurants that they have the ability to serve those hot drinks. And I will give a shout out. I love Cheryl's cookies. I order gifts from them all the time. And in past years, I thought the cookies were kind of eh. Um, but they served Cheryl's snickerdoodles and they were awesome. Nice, fresh cookies. And again, individually packaged, grab a cookie, grab your hot cocoa and go. We always do get the question about allergies. And of course it's Disney. So they're prepared for that. If you have somebody with an allergen need, you can go to a separate line that really wasn't a line. It was pretty much walk up and grab it. And there they have your allergen options. They've got a Lucy's cinnamon cookie, which is made for most of the allergens, no peanuts, no gluten, no eggs, etc. Or they have the Werther's sugar-free chewy caramels. For the popcorn, ice cream, and soda, 
basically anywhere that you would find a vendor as you're walking through Magic Kingdom on a regular day, if there's a popcorn machine, that popcorn machine is now giving out free popcorn, free soda. So all those little carts and kiosks throughout the entire park are now turned into free popcorn, ice cream, and soda kiosks. Okay, cool. What kind of special shows did they have maybe on the castle, maybe a fireworks show, anything for folks that have no idea? What did they do during this particular After Hours event? You bet. So they all start with the change in atmosphere. Obviously, you can be there any night and you'll see some of the decorations and the Christmas lights, but they do a lot of overlays, buildings that have snowflakes projected onto them um, by Pirates of the Caribbean. They had a skeleton that had a Santa hat. One of the buildings had the words happy holidays on it. And then they get into, as I said, my favorite, the Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. They also had a great stage show, Mickey and Minnie's Very Merry Memories. And that one is also a repeat from before, but they really worked hard this year on giving us lots of opportunities to see these. So that stage show had four showings. The Christmas Parade had two. They did a special fireworks. So you could have watched Enchantment at 8 and then Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks show. And I'll put a link in the show notes. We've got that up on the YouTube channel as well as the Christmas parade and the stage show. So all three of those, if you're not going to make the party this year, I won't even charge you $200. You can watch them all on YouTube for free. <laughs> they also had the Reindeer Wranglers some of our favorites from the Dapper Dans, and they, again, had four performances. And over in Tomorrowland, right in front of Space Mountain on that stage, they had the Club Tinsel Dance Party. So one or two characters at a time out to dance on the stage and dance motivators to get the kids having some fun. Now, my assumption, too, and we don't have to go into tremendous detail, is a party like this, you're seeing some characters walking around dressed in holiday apparel. Is that is that common? Well, again, keep in mind that because of COVID, nobody's really walking around. I will say that they're all kind of set up like we've seen so that you can do photos and get to see things. But one of the things that I loved, I've seen the holiday fireworks before. So I was kind of viewing them from behind the castle. I thought I'd see them a little different this time. And as I was walking in front of the carousel, Tweedledee and Tweedledum were there. And watching them watch the fireworks and pantomime to the fireworks was absolutely <laughs> hysterical. That is fun. That is fun. I, I, for those folks that have not necessarily caught every show that we've done, we've talked about how the characters are are present where you can take photos but they're all kind of set back i kind of put it in the in the same frame of when you're at the animal kingdom it looks like they're closer than they are but there's sort of some sort of barrier there that the, the wild animals or in this case the characters can't quite get to you. you can't quite get to them so sounds like they're they're employing that um still within the parks right now as we're as we're climbing out of covid they definitely are but again the fact that we're seeing the parade return I think we're going to start to see a lot of things come back really soon. Um, the Princess Fairy Tale Hall also just reopened. So lots of good character things on the way. Okay, cool. So, you know, whenever we do these things, we always like to ask the question that I'm about to ask because it, it may help somebody make the decision based on their traveling party. 
you beat this drum, that it is all about your particular vacation, what works for you. So I guess my question is, as it is with every one of these, who is this party for? It's definitely, obviously, for the true Disney fans, somebody that's willing to part with 200 to $265 a night for the party. Okay. But I can't stress enough, it is 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. So if you come from 9, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., that's a mighty expensive hour. You know your child best, but generally, I say to my clients that have three, four, five, maybe even six-year-old children, this party is too late for them. And yes, there's these really great special fireworks. But you know what? Your child doesn't know how special the fireworks are. They're just as happy with the 8 p.m. regular Magic Kingdom ones. And again, with the parties, I talk often that it's worth it if you're going to be able to stay up and enjoy the things and take everything in if you want those low lines for the thrill rides. And when I was watching the stage show, there was definitely somebody who wasn't a client of mine in front of me because it was a four-slash-five-year-old child with mom and grandma, and they were taking turns holding this child, and they were trying to get him to dance at the dance party that was going on on the stage along with the stage show. And you could see them trying to wiggle him and get him excited. And he just wanted to be left alone and go to bed. Um, but I think, you know, they looked at it. They were already $600 into the evening. I'll be upfront. I was at the 1035 show. It wasn't like I was at the 1250 show. Mm -hmm. So they were only an hour and a half in and this poor child was done. Um, and I will say, while I was walking around from 10 to 11, there were lots and lots and lots of strollers with sleeping children in it, and not children that were under three, so they were free. So if you're a mom and dad, and it's your one opportunity that someone's going to stay with the sleeping child, and you're going to do the thrill rides real quick, great. If not, there's a lot of better things we can do with your money or you can do something else at home, then go to a party that you're not going to be able to keep your kids awake for. So if you can get there, it's lots of fun. It is neat to see a lot of the characters, like the princesses in the parade, are all dressed in their Christmas outfits, and Mickey and Minnie in their Christmas outfit. But this might not be the year for you. You might have to wait till you go back and your child's nine to 15 years old, and then they can really enjoy everything the party offers. But it sounds like if you are a traveling party with kids in that age group, or if you're adults traveling and you do tend to spend a little bit more time out at night, this may work out in your favor. Definitely. And again, it comes down to planning. If you as an adult had your heart set on this, then I recommend that you plan accordingly. If you can keep your child up a little bit later the night before and maybe sleep a little bit later, kind of adjust their scheduling a little bit, don't be up for rope drop and leaving your hotel at 6.30 in the morning if you're planning to be out until 1. I'll be honest, I didn't get back to my hotel till 2 in the morning. It's a late night. It was lots of fun, but I'm also all about value. So make sure if you're going, you're getting your money's worth. Did you get a chance to see Santa Claus? I did see Santa. Um, and I'll tell you an interesting thing about seeing Santa. So Santa is available 
to go and kind of sit in front of him and have your photo taken. He's got his nice big chair and a great backdrop if you want to do your holiday photos there. But keep in mind, just like there's only one Mickey Mouse, there's only one Santa. And Santa is the very last float in the Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. So don't go get online for Santa as the parade is starting or you're going to have a long wait. He's got to finish the parade route before he can come back out. Before we kind of wrap this up here, what, what kind of tips do you have for somebody that, that is definitely committed to this experience and they know they're going to go? Somebody that just, just went through it, what tips do you have for some listeners? You bet. So one thing that you may not know, you need your ticket to get in, but then you also need a wristband. And again, kudos to all the cast. You paid a lot of money to be there. You'll see starting at 8 p.m., there are little, literally human walls of cast members stopping people from heading out of what we call the spokes from the main hub and kind of pushing people towards the exit if you don't have your wristband. So if you arrive at Magic Kingdom, 7 p.m. or later, when you go through the entrance, you, they'll scan your magic band or your hard ticket, and you'll be able to get the wristband right there. If not, you've got to go to one of the three stations they have set up in the park and get your wristband. And I highly suggest that you do that as soon as they open them, because I will tell you that when I walked past it at about 8.05, so five minutes into the pre-party time that they were emptying the park, there had to be 300 people online just in the one spot. So spend your time doing fun things, grab that band early. The second thing I'll say is if you are going as adults only or only going with adult kids, go to the later things if possible. The 945 Christmas Parade Everybody was staking out spots early and it was wall-to-wall people. The 1205 parade was about a third of the people. You could walk up five minutes before the parade and get a great spot. And I will say at 1205, following that parade down Main Street, there was a mass exodus. So plan accordingly. If you don't want to stand in a huge line for resort transportation, get out before that 1205 parade. Or stay all the way to the end from 1230 to 1, you could really do just about anything very quickly. Definitely a great value in getting lots of rides in. All right, before we put it to bed, what didn't we cover tonight? Is there anything that we missed that we need to say? We didn't cover, which we'll cover next week conveniently, the West Coast counterpart of this. The Disney After Hours Merriest Nights Party. And it will be my first time ever, I am super excited, going to a Disneyland Christmas party. You heard that correct, folks. She has arrived home today (laughs) and is getting on a plane to go to the West Coast in two days, when you're listening to this, a day from when you're listening to it, so that we can bring this to you next week. So... I, it is the first time that I will not only go to the Christmas party, but I will hit a party on each coast in the same week, Monday night at Walt Disney World and Thursday at Disneyland. So I'm super excited to share Disneyland info with you. I'll do a couple of live posts in our Facebook group from the party. If there's something you want to see or questions you have, info you want me to get right at the party, definitely reach out on Facebook or shoot us an email, podcast at letstalkdiz.com. I'd love to chat. 
That's why you're the just Disney master. Two parties, one week, both coasts, just just tremendous. Thanks for taking the time tonight, and and thanks for racking up the miles and uh, enjoying the experiences for us. Absolutely my pleasure. Happy holidays, everyone. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share. Have them like and subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination plan. Making a great week. And as always, keep making memories.